Lord, come on, there's a breakthrough in this place. If you can reach in and grab it, there is, it's here. Hey, God. Hey, God. Hey, God. Hey, God. Hey, God. Hey, God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Father, we set our minds upon you. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you for your might. We thank you for your counsel. Thank you for your grace, God. Father, we thank you for the awakening this morning. Mm. Thank you for letting me meet my point of thankfulness. <laughs> Thank you for letting me meet my point of thankfulness. We exalt you this morning. We give you praise, God. We give you glory. Thank you for bringing your, back, your people back to prayer. He said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. Which means without this thing, they can't connect with me. We thank you for your grace and mercy. We ask you to reveal yourself to us this morning. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for your peace and your joy. Speak, Holy Spirit. Do as you will. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And if you love him, can you say amen? Hallelujah. 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 If you can, go to Luke with me, 15, 11 through 30. We're going to read 11 through 14. We're starting a new subject matter on kingdom progression. Kingdom progression. How many are you ready to progress in your life? Come on, I'm talking about eternal value. How many are trying to ready to come into some eternal value in your life? Hallelujah. The Bible says that we'll go faith to faith and glory to glory, which means there is always a progression that we should be in. And we have to identify what's keeping us out of staying in the progressive movement towards our next glory. How many of you want to go to your next glory? Come on, some of us have been stuck in the old faith, but it's time for you to come into a new faith you 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 you, you might have even passed surpassed what other people have passed but you still have a new faith and sometimes the dilemma is you judge yourself based on other people around you faith rather than the faith that god told you to be in sometimes the problem is you judge yourself according to everybody else's glory rather than the glory that you're supposed to walk in and the danger of that is you you've got to learn how to Take the gum and uh, take the sugar out and spit it out. You, 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 every accolade that you give yourself sometimes can be a hindrance to your growth. And so God is wanting us to understand how to stay progressive in glory because we were never made to stay stagnant. 
He said that we go from faith to faith to what? Faith and glory to, which means if I can't interpret my next level of glory, I can only reinforce my old story. Oh man, I, I should be a rapper now. I should be a rapper. If I can't interpret my new glory, I only reinforce my old story. And your old story has an old faith, and your old faith is supposed to provoke you into a new faith. But the old times, see, we, we got to get out of our old stories. God used to bless me. God used to do this. I remember God gave me the, used to give me the car. I remember this old miracle, but what about now? How many of y'all know God is still doing the now thing? Come on, I don't know about you. I'm going to grab my now thing now. I, I thank you for the now thing. Even when the world looked like it's going in chaos, I'm coming into the now thing because of who I am and who I am in Christ. So I want you to understand there's a kingdom progression. I'm going to give you some secrets uh, uh, pertaining the kingdom. How many of y'all know we know church, but we don't know kingdom? <laughs> and I think it's time to understand kingdom because a lot of church folk can't deal with kingdom people. Because it don't sound like church. But how many of you know the world not interested in necessarily the, the perspective that we have in church? That's why they're not running in here. Because if they understood what they're looking for is in the kingdom, they'll be in these seats. If they understood the peace they're looking for is in the kingdom, they'll be in. See, the problem is we've done a bad job at ex the expression of the kingdom because we taught people church. So without learning the kingdom expression, we only know the church expression. And some people don't feel like they've been to church without a church. And we can probably identify what those expressions are. But how many of you know God is bigger than your personal expression? How many of you know there's a God above all? Listen, he came to bring, restore things all back to himself, all things. So it's time to take back what was lost. But you got to understand the kingdom precepts that govern where you're trying to go. Can you say amen? I want you to go to what scripture did I say? Luke 15. Now, I want you to hear me, and I really want you to pay attention and take notes if you need to, because you're going to need this. You can't go without this in the kingdom. Are you hear what I'm saying? I'm going to give you some principles today that you can't go without, or you're going to be deluded as you go forward. Then he said, Luke 15, 11, then he said, a certain man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. He said, what, Father, what? Give me. Give me the portion. Give me my portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided them his livelihood, and not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed in a far country, and wasted all his possession in prodigal, prodigal living. But when he had spent it all, there arose a civil famine in the land, and he began to want. You may be seated. He began to what? Now, I want y'all to understand something about God. Because before we can understand the kingdom, you got to understand the king of the kingdom. And a lot of times, I haven't taught necessarily, I, I won't say the expression of kingdom, 
because a lot of people take the kingdom message kind of on the extreme. But when you understand the kingdom, the spirit of God regulates the kingdom. Okay, so what I want you to understand about the kingdom, you can't understand kingdom without a king. Now, it's interesting because when you ask people, who is God? And if I ask everybody in here, what is an expression of God or who is God to you? The first thing what people usually say is God is love. I think that's the majority. If we did an observation, I think we'll, that's the majority of the answer. God is what? Now, how many of y'all know that the homosexual know God is love too? How many of y'all know that some of the other religions that worship other gods know God is love too? So but, but the problem with just saying and expressing him as love, watch this, and not separating him as holy. See, love is an expression that you can put in the whatever form you want to. But when you say something is holy, now you separated it from everything else. Hallowed be thy Name, which means I didn't want my name with everybody else's name. I want my name to be hallowed. So if I ask you, who is God, until it comes holy, because holiness is an expression of that love. So by default, if you have holiness, you have love. But we'll put him in the framework that we use him. Not as he is. Are y'all hearing me this morning? So you, you got to understand, God separates himself. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Why did he say be ye holy? Because holiness is a discipline. There's a disciplinary. There's a walking of the spirit. There are things that, that accompany holiness. Okay? And so when people don't understand holiness, see, if, if, if I ask other religions or whoever trying to understand God, and I say, yeah, he's love, but he's holy. See, you're interested in the love part. You're not interested in the holy part. Because now that separates you or separates God from the rest of what you're thinking he is. Are y'all getting that? So God say, be ye holy for I am holy. Now, we understood what holiness was Wednesday and we're going deeper into that. But I want you to understand holiness by, uh, by expression is saying I'm separated from everything else. Are y'all hearing me? So what I want you to understand about kingdom and the kingdom expression is. God called us to live for the kingdom of God has come. How many of y'all know the kingdom is here? Kingdom is at hand. How many of you know you can be a believer but don't know the kingdom? That's why most believers get jealous and we're always talking about what other people have when it comes to money. But you don't judge people in the world. You judge the church, but you don't judge the world. So you judge what's supposed to be for you, but you don't judge the world that's against you. Be careful, believers. You spend more time judging why they got a bitly outside, not knowing that God might use that bitly to do something in his work. But when you don't understand the kingdom and you only understand church or religion, you, you're going to miss all God called you to do. That's why you split your life. You go get all the money in the world, but you come to church, act like nobody's supposed to have nothing. Tell somebody I'm not a split life. Uh, come on, y'all going to have to talk to me. Now. I'm going to cut it short. Y'all got to talk to me now. I'm one of them talky preachers. You got to talk to me. I got to know you listen. See, see you got to learn how to stop splitting your life. You're one person. 
I'm not churchy today and I go to work and I do my work job and then I come and do my church job and then I do my work job because when I'm in the world, I go I go hard. I mean, I'll say I go hard in the pain in the world. Uh, I, every You can bring me something. I'm going hard. See, you you motivated at four. Come on, you give up 3 a.m. In the world. Like, bro, let's go get this money. You up at 3.30, coffee and everything ready. Donuts on the side. Pop them in a the microwave. They melting in your mouth. Oh, that's just me. I'm sorry. You, but you bucked up to go. See, I'm sorry. I'm using these term terminologies. You, you, you bucked up to go do whatever the world tells you to do because you have an expectation and a hope for what is going to come after. But it's something about God. We come to church and we say, we just want to go to heaven, Pastor. We're not all about that kingdom stuff. You, you know, we just we come because, you know, we grew up and, and unless we do this, we won't go. We won't make it at the end, you know. But Jesus said, my money is in my house. Jesus said, all things come from me. You can't, in fact, you can't even do nothing without me. So you come from church, you go do your job in the world. And you motivated. Come on, can I get some overtime? Don't play with my overtime. This is my overtime week. Don't you sit down. Why? Because we've been manipulated by structures. In fact, Jesus said, be careful of your religion because it denies my power, which many will fall away, which means there's a falling away when the power is not regulated. So you believe the, there's a power to get wealth in the world, but you don't believe there's a power to get. Not knowing it's Jesus that gave you the power to get it. Uh Oh, so now we got a problem because if it's him that gave me the power to get it. How do I use what he gave me? This is why it's not important to pray until we go into problem. Why? We've never learned to operate in his power. And when you don't learn to operate in his power to get what he called you to get, watch this. You have to live in the normative of commonality of carnality. So your wealth might be common, but you're thinking it's powerful. Y'all ready for this morning? You, you might be thinking you're doing something, but that, to God, that might be M&M's. Because you've accompanied a certain level. But how many of you know, see, see, we got to deal with something. Because the Bible says you're supposed to have enough for generations ongoing. Now, this is nothing, no no offense, but how many of you know that many of us haven't gotten that? So why the church haven't asked why? Because we like to do church. We don't ask questions in church. We don't even think deep. You go too deep, y'all, everybody like... People left there before and say, you don't, pe- you don't preach. You teach really well. With that. I need a preacher. I need somebody to preach me up. I'm saying, ma'am, until you learn to learn, you're never going to go forward. Oh, y'all hear what I'm saying? So you got to realize and ask questions. God don't want you to be dumbfounded in lack of knowledge. He said, listen, you're going to be manipulated if you keep allowing the lack of knowledge to keep you accomplished. See, see, you keep resting in lack. You find comfort in lack so you got to realize what is god saying what is what is how does this promise thing work how does this all all this stuff work tell somebody it's the kingdom
So I'm going to help you understand some principles that govern the kingdom. Woo! I'm excited. I don't know. I might set that clock for 30 minutes. And I'm going to try to stay right there. Go to Philippians 2, 5 through. I'm so sorry. Not, not, not Philippians. Go to Matthew 25, 14 through 15. Come on, go to Matthew 25. You're going to need this. Matthew 25, 14 through 15. And I want to talk about the king, the kingdom, and his children. The king, the kingdom, and his what? And his children. The king, the kingdom, and his children. There is something that I want everybody to understand about the king. I mean, y'all know who the king is. God Almighty, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Watch this. For the kingdom of heaven, Matthew 25, 14, for the kingdom of heaven is likened a man traveling in a far country. Watch this. Who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. Now he called who? Who servants? And delivered who goods? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Come on. See, we got to stop here. Because the problem is, for you to understand how to live and operate in the kingdom of God, you got to realize that nothing that you have started with you. And, and see, I, I was having a problem lately. Sometimes there's a certain breakthrough. I have a breakthrough, but I need a there's depths of breakthrough. And I know when something is wrong and I ask God, there's something wrong that I'm missing here. Something either fell off or I forgot. And God reminded me something. He says, son, you got to be careful because even as you're going in faith, watch this. You got to be careful not to take ownership and make sure you stay in stewardship. See, because if you start taking ownership, we're going to have problems. Oh, Jesus. See, some of us have learned, watch this, to take ownership and we never called to take ownership we were called to be see that i done messed some of y'all up now because i thought because i was an heir i was supposed to have ownership how many of you know heirs only get ownership when somebody dies but how many of y'all know jesus is alive <laughs> uh how many of y'all know jesus is alive so if he didn't die that means you don't have ownership he just did I'm in the kingdom with a king. See, you better grab hold to it. So one of our problems right now while we're going through a lot of struggles is what you take ownership of, you got to keep up. My phone bill, my, uh -oh, my water bill, my light bill, my car note. How many of you see the problem is we've been living in earth and not living from heaven. So we think that mine means mine. Tell somebody it's a kingdom perspective. I can say this is my house, but I have a different perspective in what I mean by that. That's why you got to be careful with different levels because you might misinterpret what I mean by my house. That's why every time I get a new house, I go find an altar in that house because I realized that I didn't bring myself here. Oh, yeah. I didn't bring myself here. There was something that God did beyond my 10 steps to success. There was something. That's why we don't understand faith. Jesus said, watch this. Men shall not live by by what? 
bread alone, but by every word, watch this, that proceeded out of the mouth of God. You know what's wrong with the church today? We don't understand the preceding word. So we think faith means because I want it and I get it when I want it, even when I have money for it. You know, I, you know, I have, I, I, have to, I have to teach on faith again because we haven't understood faith right. We think faith is based on sight. He said, walk by faith and not by. How many of you know faith will tell you no and faith can tell you yes? Oh, see, we haven't heard this part yet. Now, see, that's the problem. See, you didn't know that faith can tell you no sometime or tell you wait sometime or tell you not this time sometime. It didn't mean that you're not going to come in. It just means the way you're trying to come in is not the way I want it because the way I do it, I need to prove to you that I'm God. So I'm going to make a way to blow your mind, not the way that you want to blow it. There are times that me and my wife are like, yeah, we ready. Approving everything. And see, how many of y'all know my wife is a blessing? She's helped Pastor out a lot of times. Sometimes I take that faith thing and I, I, I don't realize I tell God, you got to wait, God. I, this thing looks too good. I said, shut down our brother and God. And my belly like, no, it ain't. Hey, it shall be so. I go in all kind of Greek and, and God like, no. And, and I know it. Going Greek and Hebrew, because when you have understood faith, watch this. Faith will tell you time. Faith will give you instruction. Faith will see. See, this is the problem. We thought faith is just what you see. You said you walk around it two times because that's what you read in the Bible. And you ain't hear nothing from God. You know why you like to go that way? Because you don't like the responsibility of relationship. Israel didn't like faith either. That's why they followed Moses. They didn't like progressive word. They liked it to follow the words. Some of y'all missed that. I just said they didn't like the progressive word. They wanted to follow the words. Moses was a word. He was the Ten Commandments. Y'all miss. They liked to follow the commandments, but they didn't like to follow the progressive word. Gee, God said, "I want to come meet Israel. I want to let. I want to come let, let them know that it was only them that made Moses come. But I want to walk with them personally. But it was them that said, "No, no, no. We ain't trying to do all that. Meet God and all. Y'all preachers keep all that. Y'all spiritual people do all that. Let us just follow what you say, and I'm gonna let me follow." the Bible and y'all keep the relationship just give me let me follow the word but not have a personal revelation of the word all right so what you have to understand about the kingdom is number one write this down in the kingdom you don't own you are a steward Many of our pressures come because we've taken ownership rather than stewardship. How many of y'all know stewardship is a mentality? That's the first principle of the kingdom of God. You, that's why most of you, watch this, you've been praying to God to release you into stuff, but he can't trust you with what you have because now you own it. 
And what you own, watch this, you got to keep up with. Now, some of you are confused and like, well, how does this work? Because we're going to get to that. Just hold on. Hold on. We're going we're gonna to break it down. Because you have to understand that there's something about grace. There's something about the power of God of what he's released you to understand in overcoming that you don't have to work for. Not the way you think work. It's called obedience. You know, I got to carry my cross. He said, listen, <laughs> I've already carried the cross. You carry what I've carried. So the first principle is what? the king In the kingdom, you own nothing. But you are a steward of what's been released to you. How many of y'all get that? How many of y'all say that changes perspective right there? See, when you own it, watch this. You tell people what to do with it. See, when you own it, watch this. You tell them, I don't like that. But you don't hear God and what. That's why people don't understand. Many people don't understand. Now, me and my wife, we are blessed. And I'm scared to say, we blessed. how many of y'all, we supposed to be blessed. How many, amen. How many of y'all blessed? Lift your hand. But what people don't realize, we're not blessed the way you thought we got blessed. <laughs> we didn't get blessed the way people think we got blessed. So they don't want to know, what are the 10 steps to how you do what you do. And see, what they don't understand, God blows my mind too, so I'm, I want to know too. All I did was learn to be obedient. Oh, y'all, see, this is too much because we've learned the commonality of carnality too long where we don't believe that God is above all things. There are times I was like, God, my wife desires stuff. I desire stuff, but you told me to do this. How many of you know if you don't stay in him, you'll miss it? See, because if I can do it for me, why do I need God? Eyes have not seen, watch this, nor ears have heard, neither have they even entered in the, the things that I have what? Prepare. Come on, y'all learn your Bible. The things that I have prepared for those who love me, but I have revealed to them in the spirit. So the spirit of God say, hey, it'll be there in a year. Thank you, God. Thank you for confirmation. We're good. But if you don't stay progressive in the progressive word, watch this, you might move too fast. Watch this. And you took ownership. So you went to the car lot and said, I like that one. My daddy said I can have that one. Y'all all right? Y'all all right with this boy? Please come back to my church. I'm, I'm just trying to help you. Because there's more in this if you can understand it. I, I want that one. But you didn't consider his voice. Because one of you were just settling and he wanted to get something better for you. You know what's such a blessing as I'm sitting here in the Holy Spirit revealing to me? He says, son, remember when you were trying to get that small building on the side and your wife told you to wait? God, don't settle. The, actually, where you're sitting at right now was something that God said, wait on. But I told God, I got to go preach your gospel. Get, give me the little building. Hey, how much this thing is? All right, let's go. Set up the chair. How many of you know sometime if you're not careful, you'll move ahead of God and God is saying, no, 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 no. The way I roll is I need space because of what I'm about to do with you. 
I need you to wait for the 50,000 square foot with the same monthly. Uh, I'm going to leave y'all alone. See, but see, this is new to people. This is new to people. Because until you learn to be consistent in progressively walking with God, you don't understand what he really trying to get to you because you think you got to do it. Are y'all hearing me? Mm, Jesus. Tell somebody I'm waiting on him. See, the problem is you've learned in religious churches that wait means you just go sit down and wait on something. No, no, no. Waiting on him means he's going to confirm to you your desire. I want to give you all the desires that you have, but there's a way and there's a time because if you move too fast, you won't know how to use the bitly that I, you just gave. You're going to try to drive it like a cavalier and you're going to mess it up because there's new buttons to this. There's new buttons in this vehicle that's not in that little cavalier you used to drive. You thought it was personal. God don't like me. God just not before me. God, I've been praying. He's mad at me. And God is saying, I'm trying to train you for the, for the BMW. But you won't vacuum the Cavalier. Y'all all right? Hallelujah. Tell somebody I'm going forward. Hallelujah. Mmm. See, there's a difference between popularity and greatness. We live in a culture and a generation where there is a lot of people that are popular. Yeah, you, you look at the YouTubes. But you don't understand the difference between popularity and greatness, which means I can be popular but not great. And if you seek for popularity, you're always going to be short-lived of eternal value. Somebody say eternal value. What is eternal value? Eternal value is that which lasts. It's from God. Which means many people, come on, some, I mean, many people wake up one day and been working a job for 30 years and say, hey, what have I been doing my whole life? What do they say? What their impression is, I've been doing this, but I never brought eternal value to my life. Are y'all getting that? Which means you've been living out of the will and the progressive word of God. Because the progressive word of God is the leader to eternal value, which means that without eternal value, whatever you're building might not last. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So you don't get so familiar with the familiar. Well, you don't know where I come from, Pastor. You know, I got to just make it. Well, listen, God is retraining you stop, to stop just making it. Tell somebody I'm coming out of to just make it. Come on, I'm just, I'm coming out of just paying my bill. I'm, I'm coming out of my, come on, I, come on. He anoints my head, watch this, with oil. My cup run over. You know the problem is you didn't start with the head. He anoints my head with my cup run. The problem is we do the cup thing without the head thing. Tell somebody, I got to get more oil. I've been running out of oil. That, see, the problem is you don't got enough oil for where you're trying to build a fire for. Are y'all hearing me? Go here with me. Go to Philippians 2, 5 through 9. Philippians 5, 
Excuse me, Philippians 2, 5 through 9. How many of you are being blessed so far? Now, I want you to understand something. Because where your head is, where your body is going to follow. Wherever your perspective is, your body is going to what? Follow. Philippians 2, 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in who? Now, which mind is he talking about? What mind did Christ have? Now, understand something. Now, I want you all to think about Everybody think right now what all that Jesus did. Think about all that Jesus did for a second. Now, he's saying, let that same mind be in you. That was also in Christ Jesus. Now, watch this. Who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be what? Equal with God, but made himself to what? Now, this is very interesting. I'm, I'm going to do some stops in the middle of this, all right? Now, it's interesting. He said it, it, he didn't make it robbery to be equal with God. But watch this. I didn't make myself a reputation. That's interesting. Because God is saying we're going to be one. Yet there's a submission within that oneness that I need you to understand. Because if you misinterpret what I mean by one, you might take ownership instead of stewardship. Are y'all catching? So he did not, being in the form of God, he did not consider robbery to be what? Equal with God, but made himself to what? Uh-oh, see, that's our problem. You busy trying to be popular instead of being submitted to be great. Uh, I'm going to say it again. You busy trying to be popular rather than learning how to be submitted to be great. He made himself to no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming into the likeness of men. And being found in the appearance of a man, he humbled himself and became obedient even to the point of death, even the death on the cross. Therefore, God also highly exalted him, giving him a name above what? All names, which means God will exalt you when you learn how to position yourself correctly. Most of us are not growing or progressing and we've been stopped and we've been halted because we've taken on something that we were supposed to be stewarding. I've realized that most of my frustrations is because I've, I, I took ownership where I was supposed to be taking stewardship. Because if I was taking stewardship, that means I still realize and have a, real, a, 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 a revelation that I still have a king that gives me the power to do what he told me to do. But if I took an ownership, I got to rely on my own power. Tell somebody I'm coming out of my own strength. Which means your frustration might be because it's in your hands and not in. Moses, drop your rod down to the ground. Until some of you drop your rod, you are always going to be manipulated and uh, ostracized by the commonality of carnality. Not realizing you might be going through because God trusts in you. Uh-oh. See, see, none of y'all say that, man. Y'all missed that. You might be going through because God trusts in As much as given, much as what? Which means if God, you told me God order your steps. Did, did y'all tell me that? I thought y'all told me God order your steps. 
Oh, so now if he ordered your step, now you're telling me the devil ordered them. Because God not responding, so it must be something else. <laughs> the problem with us is we haven't learned the language of problem. The mystery of enemies. And God is saying, your pressure should show you that you've taken ownership of something that you were only supposed to be a good steward of. If I'm going to argue with my wife, I better believe that she's his daughter. If I'm going to argue with my children, I better remember those children are his souls. If I'm going to take somebody money, I better remember God is watching me. If I'm going to cheat on my taxes. Uh oh, I, I see I messed up. Jesus, please come to my church. If I'm going to cheat, I got to know. That I'm not in ownership. The problem is the perspective. Tell somebody perspective. See, if you have a perspective of ownership. He said, watch this. Let's go to the scripture. I'm so sorry. He said, Father, we're talking about the first scripture. He said, Father, the parable of the lost son. Father, watch this. Give me my portion. Now, how many of you say, how many of y'all know that it was his portion? It was his portion. But the problem is, he wanted to come into. Ah. If you're not careful, ownership can be demonic. And I'm going to show you here. My son is so, you know, I, I love him so. You know, he asked me, I give him kingdom principles and, and, and secrets. And I love it because he tried to figure it out and he'll go to the scriptures and look it up and I'll let him, I'll, I'll give him parables and he'll, he'll really, and he'll come and get the answer. And he's like, daddy, how does this work with, with God is all in you, but you know, you, you can't do this or that. And I had to explain to him, son, whose car outside? He said, it's your car. I said, no, it's your car too. But if I gave you the keys at, how old my son? Jesus, seven years old, six See, you start having so many kids. Lord Jesus, y'all forgive me. I'll go get a whooping later. Like, Wait, well, how old is that boy? Hallelujah. <laughs> if you start having, if you give you the keys now, you're going to do what? But it's yours. Because you and mine. So what's stopping you from driving? Maturity and the principles that govern driving. Some of you are saying, I'm waiting on God. And God is saying, I'm trying to mature you to the principles that govern where you're trying to go. But you're not interested in that class, but you will go to your college class to go get more money at your job. So you'll seek for mammon, but you won't seek for eternal value, which brings mammon behind you, not in front of you. I'm saying something. I really want to say a lot more, but I can't. Y'all not, not in faith enough just yet. Because until you realize that God said all things come through me, but you don't seek him, you seek them. So no matter how old my son get, I will not give him the keys. I don't care if he's 15, 16, 17, 20. Until he has the principles that govern driving, brother, you ain't driving this car. But it's still yours. 
because you're in my. Tell somebody all things are mine. Yet there are things that you can't come into because you've got to get the principles that govern that, which means some of you are praying for what you need principle. You better catch it. I ain't going to hold it too long. You, you thought it was in a shout. No, no, no. This ain't. That's why, you know, when I go visit places, sometimes I got to stop them from shouting because they're so used to shouting over their problem rather than getting the principle that get them out of it. If you're going to shout over it, I'm glad you shout. You've been shouting over that. And then the moment that something. How many of y'all know I like going to the altar? How many of y'all know I like shouting? But I'm not going to shout over the same problem. The Bible said with all that getting, get what? How many of y'all tired of people that's not getting understanding? Even yourself. I'm tired of myself. Come on. You need to come get an understanding. Get in the mirror. I need some understanding. Say this with me. The king, the kingdom, and his children. I promise you, I, I pray, I can see it right now. Many of you are about to accelerate right now in your finances. Many of you are about to accelerate in the opportunities. I see it right now. Because God was waiting on you to get the right perspective. Sometimes it's not the, the whole back. It's not what you thought it was. It was just your perspective couldn't govern the promise just yet. Israel, it wasn't that who they was. It was their perspective couldn't govern where they wanted to take you. See, God asked them, hey, I want you to go check out the land. And there was only a few. Joshua came back. It just say, hey, we can take it on. But they always say, we look like grasshoppers. See, the the problem is the only ones who can enter in is have the right part. Well, some of you are still looking at God say, I want you to go start this. And you say, uh, write wood book, start wood business. God, you know all these people with all this money? I'm like a grasshopper. So you cycle for the next five years and you blame it on God. And now you pray thinking more intercession is going to get you into that. Because you're missing the principles that govern promise and purpose. If the light that's in you is really darkness, watch this, how great is that light? You know what's so interesting to me? That even in COVID, even in all these issues, people will pray in ignorance. Which means you did not even identify what is happening, the time it is, and why it's happening, and what even happening to you. You don't even identify that. You don't even deal with you, but you deal with everybody else. Tell somebody, I'm going to look in the mirror. I'm going to fix my makeup. Not men. You better not have no makeup. Hallelujah. We'll pray for you. Are y'all getting this? So we got to understand in the kingdom of God, God owns it all. In the kingdom of God, what? God owns it, what? Oh, but once you put it in your hand, you got to pay the bill. Which means Jesus paid it all. Watch this. The problem is the check that you're trying to get written for, you don't have the oil for. I was getting my vehicle fixed and I got a new vehicle. Nice, nice little. I've had a little nice vehicles and sometimes I'll be ready to take them back because they've got all kind of, how do y'all know these new cars? Boy, they smart. 
I got charges everywhere and inputs and outputs and you can back camera, TV, all kind of stuff. But one day I couldn't get this one car on. I was trying to press it and I don't know what I was doing wrong. I'm like, I'm calling, hey, y'all come get this car. This thing ain't working. See, the problem is I got familiar with an old modality and an old vehicle. So I'm praying for, watch this, a new direction, but I'm with an old vehicle. And when he puts me in an old vehicle without the principles that govern the car, watch this. I'm going to call it, a back call it. Some of you are calling broke what was actually an opportunity to dig into God to get the principles that govern where you're trying to go. Y'all missing. I, I, see, y'all, y'all not bucked up enough for me today. I'm trying to push you on to this next level of revelation. You got to realize God is trying to push you in there. But you tell him, no, I like the old automatic. Use an error. New car, push button. So you got to realize when God have you in gears, you've learned to come out of automatic and now you got to learn. See, see, some of us haven't learned how to shift. You love to be an automatic. You put automatic men never make it far. Automatic women never make it far. Why? They have one language. They're one dimensional. One dimensional believers speak in one dimension. That's why they always say they got to pray for everything. When God say go heal it, they say, well, I got to pray to get it healed. I feel like everything I say I got to teach on. No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Come on. Tell somebody I got to get out of one dimension. God called you to come into utterance of what you're called to do, which means everything I desire, which means you better have a vision. But he, you're going to enter that vision by faith. But faith is not by the eyesight. Faith is come from within. But if you don't desire beyond where you are, what are you looking for? I just want it better. What does better mean? You just want it better. What does better mean? How many of you have a plan with God? See, the problem is we don't plan with God. You're saying you want it better. What if your problem is the better for you? Many people think struggle is bad. Struggle is not always bad because struggle, watch this, is actually keeping some people consistent. Let me back up out of there. Are y'all being blessed by this? So you got to realize that there are things that govern the next level that where you're trying to go. But if you don't understand the principles that govern that realm, you're going to short mis mystify or misalign where you are in this time, in this present time, and what God is doing in you to see. Jeremiah, what? Do you see? Based on your answer, we'll qualify what I can do with you. Most of you, you have a heart for the homeless. Most of you, you have a heart for children, but you never done with it, nothing with it. Why? Because God gave you the desire and then you started to see. And when you told God about your, the commonality of carnality, he had to close it. But it's still in you. Yet you'll go to 
your job and give them 100%. But the person that you were supposed to become for earth, you never discovered. You never came into. Are y'all all right with this? You, you never discovered. You never came into. And God is saying, why would you need the spirit if you're not coming into what I called you to be? Oh, that's why you only pray for problems. But you're not interested outside of problems. That's why, watch this, you continue to cycle in lack. Why? Because now you've taken ownership and the, the son ran into a problem. He ran into lack. Watch this, watch this. Write this down. I'm sorry, I didn't give you this. Popularity versus greatness. Popularity seeks to make its name for itself. Popularity seeks to make a name for itself. Greatness submits to be promoted. Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. How many of y'all know God will promote you? God despises the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Amen. Go to Luke 15, 20, 24. Luke 15, 20, 24. I'm so sorry. Luke 15, 17 through 19. Come on, let's go back to our foundational scripture. I want to show you something. Now, remember that the son did what? He told the father to give him his what? His portion. How many of y'all know we have a portion in Christ Jesus? How many of you know you can force that portion sometimes? How many of you know sometimes God give you that portion and let you mess it up to show you that you wasn't? Luke 15, 17, watch this. But when he came to himself, he said, wait, 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 stop right there. When he came to himself, which means he wasn't even himself when he asked. Which means even when he asked for the portion, he wasn't even himself. Which means... He was demonically inspired to even act the way he did, which means ownership will take on stuff that wasn't even from the mind of God. It was cornerly expired, inspired. Tell somebody I'm getting realigned tonight, today. See, this should realign you. It helps you keep perspective. He wasn't even himself. Watch this. And when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father hired servants have bread enough to spare? And I will perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father. And he will say to me, Father, I've sinned against heaven and before you. Now, why against heaven and before him? Now, I want you to understand something. He actually was dem demon demise. Demonly demise. And I will no longer be worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. The problem is we go own stuff, we make a mistake, and now we tell God we're not worth it. But today we're going to learn to trust in him. Can you say amen? God wants you to understand that all things are in him. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? And your job is not, watch this, to start accompanying it 
accompanying it as owners of it, but watch this, learning to be stewards of it. Because what you can steward, you can either lose or it comes into chaos. But the perspective is what God is after. Because every time you feel you own something, you mismanage it. When you're trying to own money, watch this. You never have enough of it. Thank you. I'm, I'm about to close. So when there's not a consistent flow, watch this. It means something has come to you that you have taken ownership and you haven't allowed stewardship. How many of you know God didn't call us to be broke? Come on, the church got to break this poverty stuff off of us. How many of you know that God didn't call you to be broke? Amen. So I anoint their head where all my cup shall be running over, which means a testimony shouldn't be that God made a way for my bill. That could be your first one. Don't make it be your the next one. See, that might offend, watch this, church people. But kingdom people actually look beyond their bill. In fact, they look at you and say, why are you still in that? Because the principles that govern wealth, you're thinking in the hundreds. I'm thinking in the millions. I done went too high now. I'm so sorry. You got to realize God don't think small. And most of us don't realize the grace that we walk in is where our mind is. There is a grace for God vision in you, but you keep thinking you got to go get it rather than be obedient towards it. How many of you know God is forming you? All it takes is one client to change your life. All it takes is one book. All it takes is one business. All it takes is one idea, but you think you need 10. Because they did 10. You think you need five. You, you, you get what I'm saying? The problem is, it's your mindset. Well, they frustrate me because you took an ownership of them. Tell somebody I'm releasing it all to God. Are y'all getting this? God is the author and the finisher. First Corinthians 4, 7, and I'm going to close. First Corinthians 4, 7. For who makes you differ from another? And what do you have that you did not receive? Now, if you indeed received it, why do you boast as if you had not received? Why do you boast as if you what? Look, look at this. Look, look, look at this real quick. For who makes you differ from one another? Which means, who makes us differ? See, the problem is, you keep thinking that you got yourself to where you are. And you forgot that it was God that brought you to this level. But you've gotten to this level, now you're asking them how they, you get to the next level. So you got here with God, but you don't get to the next level because now you're asking them how to get there. Tell somebody to stay with God. 
which means you got to be in progressive flow of his word, be in the progressive flow of his desires, be in the progressive flow of who, what he's saying and what he desires from you. God has called everyone in here to come into all he called you to be. All things are yours, but you got to realize what's going to govern what's yours is you coming into the expression that he called you out of utterance. Most of us are stuck in areas and dimensions, even in all kinds of things because we're not going in depth enough. How many of you know that anything that comes up on you is actually a blessing? Watch this, watch this. Count it all joy. Y'all ready? Count it all joy when you in various Various trials. Now, what is a trial? A trial could be sickness. A trial can be disease. A trial can be pain. A trial can be where you are in your mind. He said, but count it all joy. See, you haven't been counting it all joy. You've been coming to the church saying, hey, get this thing off of me. How many of you know sometimes pastor don't call you because I need you to learn how to count it all joy in you? Because if I keep getting you out, you won't learn how to overcome. Nobody cares about me. No, we do. But sometimes God knows how to turn your face around. And if your people keep turning it for you, you won't learn how to turn it yourself. See, most of us think that people on the street are only, watch this, they're only poor because they don't have a house. How many of you know not, God didn't call everybody to be given to? But watch this, if you're not walking with the Spirit, you think everybody should be. I'm, you know what? <laughs> Why? Because you like to do good things. You like to do outreach instead of be the outreach. How many of y'all know things about the spirit, which means you got to have deeper levels of discernment? You don't need my dollar. This is not for everybody. They don't mean don't give. If you ain't hear God, don't, well, pastor say, don't, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> if you ain't got discernment, just go ahead and, you know, just do what you feel led to do. But you got to realize God wants to govern how you walk, how you live, how you see. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? Count it all joy when you fall in various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces what? Patience. Produ oh, we're going to do some Bible study, Jesus. It produces patience. Kind. It produces all things. And when, when you have overcome in that area, watch this, I'm going to perfect you. The problem is, is our level of overcoming. As a child of God, in the kingdom of God, you got to learn that everything God walks you through is for you to know that he's God. My son don't have to ask me to go get food out of the refrigerator, but you're still praying for food. It shows that you're still a child that needs to learn how who, who your daddy is. Tell somebody I'm learning. Well, y'all silent is scaring me. Hallelujah. Tell somebody there's levels to this word. Come on, tell somebody that's don't 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 think there ain't levels. No 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 don't don't, don't. see see some see I don't have to pray for food. I know my daddy. Listen, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. So when you stand on that word, watch this. You don't have to pray for it because you're in the spirit of utterance about it. Most of us are dealing with things we're not in the spirit of utterance toward. 
So you're not walking in the word of God. You're walking to pray towards the word. Let, let me close here. I just started with the first point. I'm so sorry. I didn't get to the second, third, or fourth. But time is up. For you to walk in progressive faith to faith and glory to glory, you got to keep the right kingdom divine perspective. Tell somebody divine perspective. Some of us, you're on hold because you're taking ownership of it. So now, Everything you do is to play keep up. But God said, I never called you to play keep up. In fact, I will open the doors. I have to open the doors. Because for my name's sake, you're not going to watch this. For my name's sake, you're carrying my name. See, the problem is when you've taken ownership, you forget for, it's for his name's sake. You've bought it for your name's sake. That's called popularity. But he made himself to know reputation. You can put it on something, some music. He made himself to know what? Reputation. Although he was equal. There's a present, in this present world, they will make you make a reputation. Which means the adversary will make you move faster than the oil that you have. But if you can learn to steward the oil that you have, God will increase you. Watch this. And you don't watch this. People will be mad at you. How are you getting increased? I know who you used to be. Some of you, what you call in time, God is calling submission. Well, you know, I'm getting, I'm going to get my breakthrough. You know, it just takes time. You know, believers got to be careful with their time. How many of you know, if God didn't tell you time, why are you saying time? What if God want to deliver now? Well, you know, it just takes time. Not the time that you think. Some of you, God put this in me to tell you today. I need you to release control. But you don't release control unless you come into a deeper level of utterance. Watch this. Because sometimes what we have control, y'all need to listen to this. Watch this. Some things that you have control to, an emotion is stuck to. So there's an emotional spirit that's attached to it that you are afraid to release. Most things that are not breaking off of people is because they have attachments, spiritual attachments to it that they never released to God. How many of you know the devil can't touch you if you released it? Why? He can't touch a dead man. When mammon is not your control, God can release to you. When sickness touch your body, give your body to God and he's going to have to, it got to come off. Watch this. You don't own it no more. You just been a good, y'all, are y'all all right with this? When it's your money, it's going to trinkle. 
So you got to keep up. So you need about five jobs. But when it's his money and I'm stewarding it. See, the problem is people in ownership don't have a God divine idea. People in stewardship have the eyes of God. That's why many believers who are trying to go and go be above and beyond and we shout and we go so and we do all this stuff. Watch this. And you ask them, what did God say? They don't know. Because they're doing it for ownership. They wasn't doing it for stewardship. When it's God's idea, he pays for it. I'm going to say that again. And some of you think it's only God's idea for outreach. Stop that. What if God's idea was to get you the house? Can y'all say amen to that? See, some of you, we only know it's only God's idea for his outreach. What does your outreach mean? Outreach is not just feeding people. Outreach is not just going through the homeless thing. No. How many of y'all know people in rich neighborhoods, they homeless too? But you think outreach is just to the poor people. What if outreach was God reaching to you to say, I need you in that type of car. I need you in that type of house. Because who's coming over needs to know that you know. Because they won't listen to you until they know you know. So I got to prove myself. Now, y'all. Y'all ain't ready for the day. I'm going to close here. You got to realize that God is the king. And how you learn to rest in the kingdom is know that the government is on his shoulders. I haven't even got to the grace part and I need to talk about it. Y'all got to, we got to even break this hour church stuff. I know y'all, we got, we'll figure it out. Hallelujah. I need to go to Africa, so I'm going to preach about three hours. Y'all get at the whole revelation. Because next week is gone. See, that's what people don't understand in America. God had given it to me now, but if I don't do the rest, hey, next message. So, 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 <laughs> he's the king. When he's the king, learn to rest in his authority. The grace, watch this, of God is the empowerment that you're supposed to walk in. But how many of you know you're supposed to be at peace and at rest in faith? God never, he said, be anxious for nothing. Don't, don't be anxious for what? What we do every day. I got to go pay the bill. I got to go there. I got to get these children to school. I got to, what that thing come upon you like a monster? You calling everybody. You need to pray for me. Pray for me. Why? You haven't learned how to rest in the grace. You haven't learned how to transform from the normal to the supernatural. Stand to your feet if you can. There are relationships that God wants to Restore in this house. I'm talking prophetically for a second. There are relationships that God wants to restore that most of you are attached to. God is saying, I need you to release control. Because when you have control, you're going to keep talking back when I tell you to shut up. There are opportunities that some of you are supposed to be entering into. 
But where you are now, you got too much control. And you're wondering why you're having the cycle because you're losing the vision of God for what you're seeing by your... Oh, I, oh, I know how... See, I'm very careful. Watch this, watch this. There are some time, if my spirit is not ready, I won't put on certain motivational speakers. Least I start believe their principles that's governing what they're doing. And fall out of the program and processes that God has me in. Because they might be after, watch this, popularity. But my process is for greatness. So if you're not careful, you might be trying to use somebody else's process that wasn't for you. Because what I called you to do is not going to look normal. You, they can prove what they did and how they got there. I don't want you to prove the way you did it. I want the testimony in your mouth that I did it. Which means God want to show off. How many of y'all ready for God to show off in your life? How many of y'all ready for God to show? God, I want you to show off. You know what? I take it. Hey, whatever you want to do, I let go right now. Come on, lift your hand. Say, God, I release it right now. I release every anguish, come on, anxiousness. I release it. Problems, I release. Hey, I even release my children. I release all my parents. I release them. It is not even mine anymore. I give it to you. Come on, give it to them. Hey, give it to them. Come on, I've been holding on too long. I, I thought it was my faith problem. I find it out today it wasn't a faith problem. I just took ownership. Come on, I declare you release control. When you release control, God will be in control. God, I've been in control too long. Come on, how are you going to restore? How are you going to restore my relationship? By letting go of control. How are you going to restore, come on, my children? By letting go of control. How are you going to restore my money? By letting go of control. How are you going to restore, come on, my... Let it go. I know now why the old folks said let go and let God. I know now what they mean by let go and let God. I get it now. Lord, I give you all the control. Hallelujah. Come on, some of you. Until you surrender, you won't see. Until you surrender, you won't see. God is calling you to come into a greater surrender. And whatever you surrender, you will start to see. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, let there be a surrender. I surrender. I surrender. I surrender. Turn it down just for a second. Lift your hands right now. Lift your hands right now. God is saying today, if you can release it to the king. I didn't. I told you to be children of God, not owners. But all that I have is yours. The reason why I don't want you to be owners is because I have a grace that will give you the empowerment to steward it. But if you take control of it, you got to decide.
which means if you can put on my mind, life will be free. You've made life hard because you want to own it. Father, right now, we release every demonic activity, every demonic assignment that we've taken ownership of. Lord, I release that assignment right now. Whatever I'm taking control over, I take it out my hands. I take it out. Come on. I take it out. I take it out. Come on. I'm arguing. I take it out. My Come on. You, 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 you're dealing with your relationship. I take it out. Dealing with my church. I take it out. Dealing with my, come on, I take it out. If you learn to take it out of your hands, I'm going to give you instructions on how to steward it. You're not God. Let me be God. For I am God. Yes, God. Lift your hands. I really feel some of you, as a sign of surrender, I want you to run up to the altar. I want to pray over you. Come on, as a sign of surrender, God is releasing you today. And when you come up with this release, there's going to be a strength. There's going to be a grace. There's going to be more to you. Some of you ran out of strength early. And God is saying, I'm going to restore your strength. Turn my mic down just a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, pray right now. Lift your hands. Say, Lord, I release strength right now. I release my own will. Not my will, but your will, God. Not my will, God. It's time to come into purpose. It's time to come into what you created to be. Come on. Come on. Come on, come on. Release control. Let go of control. I'm stuck because I'm still in control. I'm stuck because I'm still in control. But Lord, I declare today I'm going to let you empower me. I'm not going to rely on my own grace. It's your grace. My life is not my own. You're, nothing I have today, I'm getting. It's all you, God. Forgive me for taking control of that. Forgive me for my testimony. This is you. Thank you, Lord. I don't know about you, but I was a lost cause. It, it couldn't have been, listen, it couldn't have been me that made it here. It had to be been his grace. Come on, I was strung out. I was out. I was done with. But God's grace, he restored me. He renewed me. He strengthened me. He gives me strength. He gives me wisdom. And I'm so tired. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, we break every cycle. Jesus, every cycle. We break it right now. We release strength right now. Jesus. We release strength, Jesus. Hey. 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 We let it go right now. <laughs> Greater surrender, God. 
Greater surrender, Jesus. Greater surrender, God. Jesus, greater. Greater surrender, God. Greater surrender, God. Thank you for the love. Let it be a surrender. Go back to that last song. I'm sorry. We're going we're gonna to stay in surrender. There is a surrender in this place that God is releasing. Jesus, open your hands. It's a sign of surrender. God is saying you're going to learn to break. Surrender, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Turn that down just really quickly. Lift your hands really quickly. By the Spirit of God, I really hear this. God is saying, some of you, you're going to break out of childhood pains. You're going to break out of childhood cycles. Some of you, where you come from, it's been so traumatizing. But God is saying, I'm going to break you out of that cycle. The cycle in you is because of the trauma that you've been through. And it's seeming tough to come out. But God is saying today that he's going to break that thing off of your back. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I release that. 
boundary. We release that boundary right now of childhood pain, childhood hurts, childhood fears, fatherlessness, broken, come on, broken ideology, broken marriages, broken places and spaces. We break addictions today. Come on. Come on. We break cycles. By his power. By his might. Come on. The king is here. The king is here. The king is here. Hey, God. The king is here. Turn it up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Come on, I dare you to give it everything, God. Everything. We give it all, Jesus. We give it all, Jesus. We give it all, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 We relinquish control. We relinquish control. We relinquish control. We let it go. It's all yours, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hey God. Hey God. Hey God. Hey God. Hey mama seta. Roma bandera basso. Lendere me tita. Rabba candela
really quickly. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for everyone in this place. We thank you for freedom. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you for the release today. Come on, lift your hands high. We release it all to you. We thank you for peace. We thank you for restored joy. For you're the author and the finisher of all things. You are the author and the finisher of all things. And we give you praise, God. We give you praise. We relinquish control. We let it out of our hands. It is our time. You called us children of God. And we won't be held back as children of God. Forgive us, God, for taking on what you haven't given us. For you said your yoke is easy and your burden is light. We thank you for grace. We thank you for strength. We thank you for wisdom and knowledge. And understanding. For there is no one like you. No one like you. So we release it all to you. And we thank you for divine instructions. On how to steward what you've given. Come on, ask God for divine instructions. Come on, see the problem is most of us, we released it to God, but there's an instruction how to steward it. There is no release without stewardship. So God, I thank you for the divine instruction. I've been asking for opportunity, but today I know, it's, I know what it is now. I, I see it now. We thank you for it right now. In Jesus' mighty name. Come on, give God a hand clap for a release. Come on, thank you for the release, God. Thank you for the release, God. Thank you for the release, God. Nobody like you. Nobody like you. Hallelujah. I, I want to give you, I know you don't get homework assignments on Sunday, but I, I want to give you an assignment. I said something at the end that I want you to really consider. Sometimes there are depths of control that are in us that is required for depths in God. So watch this. There are depths that are revealed that can't be revealed in you unless you go there with God. For the, the spirit of God searches all things, even the deep things of God. So sometimes by default, we've taken on control of things in our life. And those attachments have, it can be inflection points that happen in our life. It can be issues that happen in our life, or it can be things that just happen. And without going in depth with that thing, we don't relinquish control. So there's depths of utterance that you have to go into. That's why when you go deeper with God, he releases more and more off of you. What is that release? Attachments. What is that release? There are attachments. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? So when a people have it, listen, we are learning master. We're learning how to walk people through processes. We're learning how to walk people through, through, through different trials and tribulations. But how many of you know when you haven't been walked through right, you had to set up a boundary, which is an attachment. 
So we grow up with different attachments according to the issue. But without restoring that with God in depths of utterances, you don't realize how deep it is that you're attached to things. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? So spending time with God, prayer, supplication, getting deep with God, he will reveal to you what has been there for a long time. Because some of our cycles is we didn't realize it, it was our comfort because we had it had to be. I had to hold on to it. At the moment in time, I, I, I didn't have nothing else. So I don't release, relinquish control, watch this, without a revelation of his love. Y'all catching this? I can pray, but unless I get deep enough to know and trust the Father and say, okay. I, 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 I know this is a water bottle, but whatever it is, I, I, I give it up. But you can't do that. It, it, you'll do it. You will mentally ascend and do it. But you will never do it from here. Most of us are trying to mentally ascend and let go. But the only way you can break out of mental ascent is if you learn to go into depth of utterance. So you in your prayer room, watch this. Sometimes you don't leave until you go into depths of utterance. Tell your children, hey, whoever, I'm going to be in here. Watch this. Until this thing come off me. I'm going to be in here until I forgive. I'm going to be in here until I forgive. I'm going to be in here until God give me an answer. See, some of us don't stay long enough. I'm going to be in here until I feel free. Because there's a depth of utterance that I must enter into for me to trust God on this level. So even though I came to church, I still could be. But until I settle with God. All right. Because since everything that you attach to is not as easy as to let go. Because it's familiar now. You, you've been used to it. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? I thought this is why I needed five jobs. I thought this is why I needed to do this the way I did it. So I made arrangements in my life. And I might have been through some years. But guess what? It wasn't wasted because I've learned. So God is going to use this as an opportunity to accelerate me when I come into utterance. Many of you think you've wasted time. You didn't waste time. It's an opportunity to grow. You feel like I've been a waste these many years. I've wasted in relationships. I've wasted with family. I've wasted my, I've wasted opportunity. God said it's not a waste. I'm going to use it for his opportunity for my glory to be seen. But I can't do that with you without you coming personal with me. Because I want you to release some things. But these are only released when you learn to come into utterance. Close the door and let's talk. God has been trying to have a conversation with many of you. But you've taken and today you're going to relinquish control of that conversation. You could be in the shower and God say, I want to talk to you. You say, I don't want to talk about that right now. 
But God is saying, I'm going to have a conversation with you about your future. I want to have a conversation with you about where I'm taking you. And I don't want you to tell me, Moses, that you can't speak. I don't want you to tell me, Jeremiah, that you can't see. I need you just to trust, watch this, in my strength. When you start to transform in what you're called to be, watch this. Sometimes people that's familiar with you won't recognize you. Based on where I come from, and I heard many of your stories, you're not supposed to be here. But it's grace. But I need that grace to grow because you might be the author of somebody else's grace. How many children is waiting on you to come into purpose? When the people play, the generations pay. I'm going to say that again. When the people play, the generations pay. Which means if we're not coming into divine alignment with God, we're making generations after us pay to figure it out. But I declare we're coming in today. Hallelujah. Because today we relinquish our control. And God, we submit to you. And we don't count it robbery to be what? Equal with you. Watch this. But we learn to submit to you. And you will make our name above every earthly name. Because when my name is above, because of who's in me, watch this, every knee has to bow. Because I've put it already under your feet, but it's not under your feet yet until you know what's in you. Tell somebody it's my time. Give God a hand clap. Hallelujah. Come on, give him a clap like you got something today. Yeah, absolutely. Come on, we're going to do testimony service. This got something to say. How many of y'all were blessed by that? Sometime God will give me things and, and, and you know, there got to be a consistent flow in your life. You hear me? Sometime when you're spiritual, you can know that something is wrong. You feel like you're growing, you're getting it, but there's something wrong. Something is not letting me die like I used to die. And God said, you got to let go of control. Amen. Hallelujah. Go ahead, sis. Amen. Good morning. Wow. What a powerful service. Um, so I just wanted to kind of share something the Lord had placed in my heart when I was up here at the altar. But he Turn brought to my remembrance a, a book that I had read. I forgot. Turn the name it down of just it, a little bit. But it was about um, about how adoptive children. It was specifically for adoptive parents when they adopt children and how a lot of the times the children have so many toxic traits just from growing up in the environment that they're coming from. And whether that's, you know, they fight, they they just like like control of things or they some some kids like hoard food if they you know grow up hungry, whatever the case may be. One of the things that the social worker had mentioned was to tell the the new parents to compliment and praise the child for that particular um, that particular characteristic or personality trait because that's what allowed them to survive in the season and the traumatic time that they were growing up in. And so um, God just really 
wants you to know that <clears throat> that he's proud of you for doing the best that you knew to do as a child with whatever situation that you grew up in, the traumatic experiences that you were going through, you know, whether that's like one of the big things is I know for me, I was like, wow, yeah, I really do have a problem like with control, but that's what I needed to do to survive whatever it is that I was going through as a child. But, you know, now you have revelation of your father. Your father is here. Like Pastor Joshua said, God's going to um, just this week really just get in prayer. God will reveal to you different roots of things, different characteristics that you have, you know, that you've been operating from that you may not even know from a traumatic place, but it is. And so God will continue to reveal those things to you. But don't beat yourself up. Don't go into self-condemnation. Like I said, that's what you knew to do to survive in that given moment. Okay. But yeah, such a powerful word. So thank God so much. Come on, give her a hand clap. Thank you, sis. Since we're there, anybody else feel God shared something with them about what's been said or something they want to share? Church still have testimony service. Don't think we got out of that. Hallelujah. Amen. Just like Jesus had to go through the wilderness. I want y'all to understand also every shift of life will bring another opportunity to control. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Every shift of life will make another opportunity for you to try to take control. And you have to keep the perspective that I have to keep it in the king's hand and I'm going to be a good steward. Amen? Amen. Come on, give God a hand clap. Amen. Well, at this moment, Oh, often here. All right, go ahead. Let's do this. Stretch your hand this way. Father, we thank you for the gift that you have given. We pray that no word that was spoken today will fall to the ground. Let nothing choke it out. We don't throw it to the wayside. But Lord, you said the implanted word that can transform our souls. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for what you're doing, God. Father, we thank you for the overcoming through the pressures of life. And Father, we pray greater grace, greater knowledge and understanding. We release your angels, God, to be banner of protection around your people. Lord, I bless everyone. I pray that a blessing upon your home, a blessing on your finances, a blessing on your marriages, a blessing on your relations, a blessing on your children. And we thank you, God, for revealing yourself to us. That there is nothing like you, God. And we thank you, Father, for being God. And God alone. Lord, bless this seed. Bless it to multiply. We give you thanks, honor, and glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Can you say amen? Amen. Can you give God a hand clap? Give the kids a hand clap. They are so precious. Amen. Amen. Stand to your feet. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for who you are, Lord. I thank you for every soul in this place. We thank you for your body, God. We thank you for unity, clarity, understanding, and love. You said that they will know us by how we love each other. And God, we thank you for love and unity in this house. We thank you for the spirit of the Lord, the wisdom and the knowledge and understanding that's coming upon us and through us. 
Lord, we pray that progressive strength, progressive wisdom and knowledge and understanding be with us and upon us, God. Thank you for the grace and liberty and license from this day forward. In Jesus' mighty name, if you can say amen. Hit some music, hug two people, tell them that they are loved by God, and I will see you all Wednesday. Amen.